Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Today is an extra special episode of Bravo Happy Hour that will focus solely on the 2018 Real Housewives Awards. The fifth annual ceremony aired on Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live this past Monday. Special guests included Brandi Redman from Dallas, Kelly Dodd from OC, Sonia Morgan from New York, and Karen from Potomac. But would any Housewives Awards show be complete without a boozy phone call to Ramona Singer? I think not. I'm here to break down all the winners and the losers with my friend Jasper. We met at a podcast taping for Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop podcast and have been friends ever since. Jasper actually lives in Switzerland, so tonight's show will just be more proof that Jasper is the biggest Bravo fan in all of Switzerland. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Hello. I feel like this is like long overdue. We've been talking about doing a show for like... Ages. Yeah, like years. So we just start the evening with the most iconic moment. So the winner was Nene Leakes for her fight with Portia Williams while the bun in her hair was falling out as Marlo tried to pin it back up. So the nominees were Lisa Vanderpump versus Kyle and Dorit when Lisa left mid-dinner. Leanne talking about her amygdala in the yoga class. Teresa Giudice confronting Kim D about how she is a madam. Bethany at Bobby's funeral, Tamara sliding on the floor and breaking her foot, and Karen Huger calling her own press conference, then saying you can't talk about her at the press conference. So yeah, Nene won with her fight with Portia Williams at that dinner in San Francisco where she's yelling and her bun is about to fall out of place and Marlo is adjusting it. I don't understand. It's bullshit. It's just bullshit. It's Marlo's most iconic moment. Yeah. Because, like, she was a hero of the whole scene. Like, fixing her... Fixing Nini's hair. Wearing those, like, cat ears, mouse oh, yeah. ears. A like, it was her ear. moment. And it was, like, the moment that should have given her a peach for the next season. Yeah. No, she didn't get that peach. And she also didn't get the award. <laughs> True. <laughs> I Yeah, I definitely don't believe that that was the most iconic moment. I mean, out of the nominees, I kind of think that Karen Huger calling the press conference to talk with her girlfriends about her husband's impending tax issues um, and then telling everybody they can't talk about her at said press conference, 
about her. Like, that was quite iconic, but to be honest, I don't find any of these moments No, exactly. It's like, iconic. out of all those mediocre moments, Karen Huger's mediocre moment was the most iconic mediocre moment. <laughs> like, they were all bad. Yeah, I like, agree. For example, OC has the worst season ever. There were more iconic moments, I think. I mean, I just think Kelly Dodd's confrontation with Shane, like, yeah, that is an iconic moment. Yeah, for example, moment. yeah. Or just even, remember Erica Jane in Berlin walking out of the car and almost got hit by a, <laughs> yeah. by a bicycle? I mean, that's even more iconic. <laughs> that's iconic. That's significantly more iconic than Leanne talking about an enlarged amygdala um, because of her abuse and torture as a child in the middle of a yoga class, which... Supposed to be silent. Actually, I might have been a meditation class part in, but even so, like that's just not iconic. So, but people voted for this, so people agree that Nini's hair falling out of a bun is the most iconic. I mean, nowadays, can we trust any votes? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's really, really accurate. Maybe the Russians were behind this as well. So moving on to best style, the winner was obviously Erica Girardi, aka Erica Jane. She was competing against Cameron Westcott, Cynthia Bailey, Margaret Josephs, Luann Deliceps, Shannon Bador, and Giselle Bryant from Potomac. So Erica Jane won because of the latex bodysuit she wore in Berlin. Um, well, she should have won like best style in general. I don't think you can go for like one. one look one fashion moment or anything but like in general she does have the best style hands down i just so disagree like for a housewife i mean i think she has stylists who do everything for her and they create these like stupid moments yeah of course i actually find dorit to have really great style because she stole it all from Erica. She didn't have... To... No, it's true. I mean, she stole the glam squad moment. Like, that is... No, her. everything. Because, like, in the beginning... I mean, everyone hated Dorit. And I think 99.9% of us still do hate Dorit. Yeah. Because she is hateable. <laughs> but, like, every idea she stole from um, Erica. Like, her... Dorit's first season. Her most memorable look. What, like... Somebody shit shat gold on her head. <laughs> yeah. And it was awful. True, it's true. Like, she was trying to make high fashion happening and it wasn't happening. Yeah. And now suddenly everyone is like, oh, she's the best dressed, whatever. Yeah, no, because she took a page out of Erica's lookbook, literally. Literally, her physical lookbook. Yeah, book. yeah. <laughs> so Cameron Westcott was also up for the award for the uh, initial pajamas that they wore on the private jet. Um, I thought it was for like the interview look about the pajamas with the condom earrings. It wasn't even the condom earrings in that one. Oh my gosh! But like everything she wears is pink. Yeah. And from Netta Pote apparently, (laughs) (laughs) as we found out at one point. It's like no, (laughs) like at the laser surgery place when she was wearing like a backwards apron like no no yeah she definitely doesn't deserve to be in the ranking you know some whatever uh shannon bador was nominated for wearing that poker suit to emily's poker party um i saw it online and you could buy it at kohl's for 99 dollars or groupon for 70 (laughs) (laughs) well then buy it at groupon because you need to get it altered anyways which 
Shannon didn't do. She couldn't go probably near like a, a match or a candle or she'd <laughs> no. light on fire. No. That's synthetic fabric. God, she would have burned. Totally. Giselle Bryant was nominated for the shirt that she wore to Karen's press conference that we just earlier talked about. Um, the back of this shirt that she made herself said, hashtag free Uncle Ben, hashtag tax reform, hashtag free Karen. Um, I thought that was so rude for her to wear after, you know, her friend's husband is going through a lot of tax problems. And it's like, it's a funny joke. But, Karen uh, brought it on herself and Uncle Ben yeah. brought it on himself. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, let's compare all of those. Like, Shannon spending 70 to $99. We don't know if she bought it on Groupon or at Colts. And Giselle's shirt maybe cost her like, what? Let's say four ninety nine for a t-shirt at Target. And then like putting letters on it for another $10. So $15. Yeah, a solid 15 And then Erica Jane's latex suit probably alone. Just a red latex suit cost her like... 2000 or something. So. Not including her shipping four people in a glam squad. And the loop and the powder <laughs> she needed to get into it. So she clearly deserved to win. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You put up a really good fight on that one. Mm. I was trying really hard to be like, no, no. I don't know. I don't think any of these women really have good taste, but it's beyond the point. I, oh. actually, I, I find Sonia Morgan to have, like, amazing taste. I feel like she's, like, straight out of a 90s Ralph Lauren ad with, like, her fur collars and her, like, earth tones. I just love it. No, she looks good, but, like, she ruins it with, like, being poor now, I yeah. think. <laughs> no, like, she looks like old money. Yeah, that's what I love about it. But... It's just now... Knowing that she doesn't have any money, it kind of ruins it all. It's like, no and money. And it's kind of fascinating how she, she, like, preserved all of those pieces in that shitty townhouse, especially the basement. <laughs> like, <laughs> wouldn't you think it's, like, all ruined by mice and, right. well, this and actually, other animals? <laughs> this leads us perfectly into Best Comedic Performance that Sonia Morgan won by... Um, her little story arc. She won Best Comedic Performance because she was showing her soon-to-be-renovated apartment and it was like the plastic canopy over her bed while just her glasses were on her head and she's like eating cereal and there's like newspaper and bills like and like four pairs of reader glasses in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which like it wasn't necessarily a comedic performance however like it was hysterical and deserves an award. She was competing against Portia Williams going on a blind date, Camille Grammer telling Lisa Rinna she has a rejuvenated vagina, <laughs> Leanne Lockett rapping to Brandy and Cam, Teresa and Melissa throwing the cake, Vicky Gumbelson on the ropes course for Shannon, and Karen and Giselle at the restaurant with the mime. I mean, to be honest, I think this yeah. is a great category. I think this is the best thus far in terms of yeah, like but actually funny things happening or iconic moments. These are should have been the iconic moments. Well, Sonia shouldn't have won. Because Sonia... Sonia? Sonia is just living like her tagline from last year. Great Gardens. Like yeah. she's taking the whole Great Garden thing to the next level where it's like, do you really want to relive like... Jackie Kennedy's <laughs> sister's cousin's life or whatever. Little Edie and Big Edie. But, like, she's Big Edie but doesn't have a Little Edie. But her interns are actually a bunch of Little Edies. Well, she probably is Big Edie and Little Edie. Like, she has split personality. Who knows? Definitely. I'm sure she talks to herself a lot. She definitely she has does. hundreds of cats. Yeah. Like, in that house. I have just... <laughs> <laughs> Not just cats. But, like... <laughs> 
How many nominations were there? Like five? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. She won out of seven. She shouldn't. She sh should have been third. Because like... I mean, Karen and Giselle with the lime at the restaurant is hysterical. absolutely one of the best moments that's ever happened on TV. So just for backstory, if people don't watch Potomac or something, which is crazy because it's great. Karen and Giselle were at an outdoor restaurant. Monique was inviting the girls to a trip to Nice in France. And so she thought uh, mimes were very French. <laughs> just, just again, telling of where the show's taking place. Um, she thought mimes were incredibly French. So she sent over a mime to this restaurant while they were filming. And the mime is trying to like go up to Karen and Giselle while they're eating lunch. But they, the two girls weren't aware that the mime was actually a part of Monique's plan rather than just like a random street performer. And they are yelling at this mime and Karen is having a total meltdown and she's calling security on the mime. And she's saying like, you just want airtime, get the hell off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. So Freudian, oh isn't it? Oh my God. That oh. moment was amazing, but also I think Vicky oh, at the ropes course falling off the bench. The bench. I mean, to the guy like you pushed me, <laughs> which he didn't. Yeah. He wasn't even close to her. But I think that. then also like Vicky could have had two of those moments when she got her fucking finger stuck oh my up God. in the ropes course and Shannon and yeah. they're yelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the ropes course definitely should have done had two moments. Absolutely. On this. Yeah, I mean Portia from the Rosas of Atlanta on the blind date with that white guy, and she was asking the dating service for some swirl. Um, question mark. Um, the moment when you just watch the moment, yeah, it's kind of cute and funny, but because of the clown music, <laughs> the yeah. music was timed perfectly for her, like turning around and like, I need a moment. <laughs> But otherwise, no. The editors on the show are really yeah. great. They know what they're doing. But that poor girl had to sit on a date for like maybe 40 minutes with this guy who looks like Turtle from Entourage but with no hair. <laughs> and still gets a lot of money for it. I would do it. You would go on a reality show? Yeah, of course. I guess like 200 bucks. <laughs> for some money, yes. <laughs> but for free, yes. Not for free. <laughs> well, actually... <laughs> If time any... permits. Yeah, right. <laughs> if anyone's filming a reality show in Berlin, uh, let us know. <laughs> so moving on to Best Actress. Uh, winner was Bethany Frankel while she was mocking Ramona at the speed dating event with the guy in the red scarf while she was giving him a drink. So good. She was competing with Mimi Leakes impersonating Candy, Kyle impersonating LVP's British accent, Brandy impersonating Leanne Locken, which is always great. Um, Margaret Joseph impersonating Siggy. Kelly Dodd impersonating Vicky. And Ashley Darby impersonating Karen Huger. I mean, I think Bethany deserves this one. She does, yeah. I think Ashley was really good as well. I mean, her... But I mean, it's easy to put, like, a crooked wick on your head and just, <laughs> just walk around and yeah. say stupid stuff. But also... Yeah, I do give it to Bethany because also it wasn't malicious. Yeah, no. There was no Because some of the others that were just really, really mean. I mean, and when Margaret was going after Siggy. Oh, yeah. I mean. It was hysterical and she did. Siggy deserve deserved it. it to get it the whole season because yeah. she went off the mats or on the mats, I don't know, on crack or whatever. There was the pellets in her ass, wasn't that? Uh, probably, a thing? yeah. The pellets in my ass. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> Miss Congeniality was given to Dolores Catania for the Real Housewives of New Jersey because she was a very loyal friend to Siggy. So she was competing against Cynthia Bailey, Teddy Mellencamp, Carrie Duber, Tinsley Mortimer, Shannon Bedore, and Monique Samuels. Miss Congeniality is kind of like a weird award to give out to yeah. people. Yeah, and I think like Dolores' moment was the only one that could win. I'm looking online, the word congenial, congeniality. So people who have the quality of congeniality have a gift of getting along with others. They are warm, friendly, and probably well-suited to serve committees. Yeah, I guess Dolores would probably win out of all of them. I also think Cynthia would be, because she's not really, like, fighting with people in the same way as other women. Actually, well, she... Well, Portia yeah. punched her in the stomach. <laughs> I was going to say that she, <laughs> she was involved in a fist fight. Um... Literally, you know. Yeah, okay, so yeah, she's not congenial. Tenny Mellencamp, she was a first year, so obviously she's not getting into crazy, crazy fights yet. No, but she was speaking her mind, and I feel like Dolores is just there. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, because I think some some of those franchises do need people like that. And especially with Jersey, where there used to be so much drama, and yeah. everyone was fighting, so I think she's... She's kind of the, the um yeah. <laughs> to everyone. Yeah, I would agree. And I really don't mind her. Like, she isn't exciting or anything. Although, let's see if her bitch flower is going to bloom at some point. Because she used will. to be a cop. Yeah, that's so hot. So at some <laughs> point, I think she might come, like, busting through a door with a gun in her hand or something. <laughs> yeah. But, like... I do like her. She's there. She finally got her kitchen that she always wanted. Like, yeah, we need some balance. You're right. The fact that Shannon Bador was nominated for Miss Congeniality, considering... Considering the, like, last two episodes. Yeah, she's unable to get along with others. Um, I think that was a big old yeah. mistake on Bravo's part. Uh, yeah, and then Carrie Duber, also, I don't think she gets along with others too well, but hey, we didn't make the nominations. So, Best Shade Award, which is obviously a very Bravo <laughs> award to be giving out, was given to Kelly Dodd because her, for her fight with Shade, where she um, called him a dork, loser, and a pussy. <laughs> like, so matter-of-factly, it was, it was glorious, and I, and I think, I think that should have actually won Most Iconic Moment, because... I think that took the internet, like, to another level for Bravo people, like, for, like, two full weeks. It was all I was seeing. I don't know if it was iconic. I think it's pretty iconic. I mean, obviously, like, the table flipping Jersey, Scary Island well, yeah. Dinner, Dinner from Hell. Like, those are iconic. Those are real iconic moments. But I think Kelly will go down with iconic moments in that fight. I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I mean, it was good, especially when they're like, the whole rerun where she was like, I don't know him. And then they're like, hi, meet my husband. Oh my God. Yeah. But shade. I don't I, think it was shade. Yeah, it was just really, really mean. And like, yeah, yeah for me, shade, you want to be mean and you are mean, but you do it with a purpose and you know, and that actually, I really don't think that Kelly really, really thought realized in the moment that she knew him honestly i don't think <laughs> I so i mean you see the moment where you know emily is saying my husband my husband and she's like who that little bitch just, yeah i feel like that's that's yeah, like, kelly it was, it was like a genuine moment of her yeah. being like 
wait, I met this guy. And then the yeah. shady editor, the best shade. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Should have gone to the editor who <laughs> gave her the thirty minutes earlier. Yeah, ex- Chiron, and it that's was exactly like, all of the editors like, should hey, get that. Hey, to meet you, I'm Kelly. Yeah. Absolutely. So Kelly was going up against Nini when she was talking to Portia, saying she locked the door of their friendship. LVP telling Dorit that her love for her was based for her love for her husband PK. Which <laughs> okay, one Mama D was nominated for an award. Was she? Yes. When she kicked Dandra out of her office and tell her, I don't give a rip if you start your own business. <laughs> like, it was so good. Um, Teresa Giudice was nominated also for telling Kim D that her store posh stands for piece of shit, co-core, homewrecker every day, which is just a classic Teresa-ism. Dorinda telling Sonia she's not dating Rocco at the dinner with the girls, uh, and she also proceeds to call her a liar, liar, hoe on fire. <laughs> and then ends with Giselle speaking with Monique, saying, you know, don't mess with me, I'll blow your face off, because uh, I'm a ninja. <laughs> so random. So random. I mean, I think LVP telling Dorit, you know, I love you so much because your husband is my friend. And Dorit is like, how rude are you? Like, you should be my friend too. Like, not based on, like, your relationship with my husband. Well, the relationship between Lisa and PK is a bit weird. Like, why would Lisa be friends with PK? Well, I think Lisa, back in London, I am doing a deep dive episode on this because I'm fascinated with her life in Europe. Why haven't we ever gone to the UK to meet her friends? You know, we went to Yolanda's hometown in Amsterdam. Nanny Pat. Yeah. No, what's her name? Nanny K. Oh. <laughs> Nanny Pat. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. I think Lisa has a shady past, and I think PK, absolutely, PK absolutely. has a very shady past. Absolutely, and, and that's what I find weird. So like, I think he knows something about her, and Dorit. No, but then knows. I think if. PK knew something about Lisa, he would get more money out of her or something. He got his else. wife on the show. Yeah, but. Dorit might not know the dirty Beverly secret. Beach. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Beverly Beach. <laughs> it's not going to work. Like, I don't think it's going to help them. And everyone knows. And all, like, on every podcast, any producer, anyone ever went on it they were always saying if there's something in your past we're gonna find out yeah and I think of course Lisa has a shady past but 
I'm sure she has really good contacts to the FBI, to Scotland Yard, whatever. Yeah. Like, she erased her past and Ken's past or whatever. But I don't think she would ever do that for anyone else. And I don't think PK has those contacts. So I just find it all really, really weird. And her, her friendships are... All really, really weird. Like, remember, what was his name? Cedric. Cedric. <gasps> yeah, the whole thing with Cedric was so dark. With whom I think I made out at Shadow Lounge, Lisa's Club, in London. Is it still open? No, it's years oh. ago when I was living in London. Oh, my god! When I went to college in London, we went to Shadow Lounge, which was, like, the best gay club bar to go to. Like... It was a really nice venue, good music and everything. And I do think I made out with Cedric. That's really hot. Yeah, you guys, more to come on that because Lisa Vanderpump, we're definitely going to do a deep dive into because she's riveting. But I do think Dorinda should have won. Oh, for telling Sonia she's not dating Rocco. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of sad. I don't know. Like, Sonia does have, like, sometimes these, like, illusions of grandeur in her head of, like, what's actually happening versus reality. Yeah, absolutely. And Dorinda just having to smack her in the face being like, you're not dating Rocco, and your family, crest is not your fucking family. Like, it's not your family. I mean, Dorinda does get mean when she's drunk and everything, but it always kind of has a reason, and she can... What's the word? Um, like, she could usually back it up. With yeah, her, exactly, yeah. exactly. I think it was interesting that Mama D, like, I'm now on Dallas, I think Dallas is realizing they cast it incorrectly. Like, Deandra is interesting, but Mama D is where the gold is. And Mama D is Marisol's mother. Exactly. Oh, what was her name? Oh, Marisol. I know, oh, that's I what I think know. of as well, soul. but I can't remember her name. Bless her little heart. She's I mean, she was heart. amazing. I do think they need a spin-off with Mama D and Patricia Allshaw oh, yes. doing a reboot of The Simple Life. Oh. I mean, those two you together. Write, you need to write that down immediately and send to Bravo. I know. I'm going to call Andy. Right? Just DM him. Are you kidding? You're his type. <laughs> He ain't mine. <laughs> oh, really? I think he's hot. I think he's looking good lately. Rookie of the Year award was given to Teddy Mellencamp from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She was competing against Eva Marcel from Atlanta, Margaret Josephs from New Jersey, Gina from OC, Emily Simpson from OC, and Candace Dillard from the Real Housewives of Potomac. I think, yeah, Rookie of the Year probably should go to her. Or Absolutely. Or I would have said Margaret Josephs, but it feels like Margaret's yeah. been around for a while. In a yeah, way. it does. It does yeah. feel like, and especially because Teddy is like twenty years younger than <laughs> Margaret as well. Yeah, true. But I really like Teddy. Me too. Everybody who comes on this show is like, "Fuck Teddy, she sucks," and I'm like, "She doesn't do anything." Other than literally hold people I mean, accountable for their behavior, which is like <laughs> maybe which is a business, which is a fake business, but, but it's like for money. the show, she's doing yeah, she holds the other women accountable, and also like her and me have a love of upper all spritz. Oh, I love them. So it's like yeah, she won me over. 
beyond Jackie Schimmel's show, they were talking about Avril Spritz a lot. Exactly. And, I was like, <laughs> and nobody else knew it. Like, she had to explain it. Wow. So I was like, yeah. She's a pioneer. Welcome to Europe. Right. <laughs> That's all we drink in the summer. Right. <laughs> yeah, even more so. I don't know. I don't. I think Who? she's quite boring. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? Like, Did you ever watch Top Model? No. Oh, she was a winner of Top. I think she won Top Model. Yeah, but still, yeah. like, who? Who's yeah, Eva? She was born. But I did like when she was fighting with Cynthia's ex-boyfriend, Will, at that party. Because she was like, I saw oh, yeah, you. Oh, yeah, that was cute. I saw yeah. you with another girl. All this drama. Yeah. Like, that I thought was good. Because I'm like, finally. Like, you're getting in the muck of it. Like, and Atlanta gets dark with, like, the men. And, like, they're always just... Yeah, fighting. but still, like, who's Eva? Like... Who is Eva? She didn't make an impact. True. I mean, she was pregnant at the reunion, so that was kind of hard, because they were like, Eva, if you feel like the baby is coming out, tell us. <laughs> she planned it. Right? It's like your baby, like, you probably shouldn't be here if you're literally about to give birth. Um, <laughs> moving on to best couple, Tamara and Eddie Judge won from the Real Housewives of OC, competing with Candy and Todd from Atlanta, Doreen PK from BH, Deandra and Jeremy from Dallas, Melissa and Joe Gorder from New Jersey, Scott and Tinsley from New York, and Juan and Robin from Potomac. Ugh, all these fucking couples are terrible. They all suck. They all are the worst. Why the fuck isn't Kyle and Mauricio here? Yeah, Lisa and Todd. Ken. Ken Todd. What a sad group. And the fact that Tamara and Eddie won, like... Awful. 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 I don't know what's going on with the two of them. Lisa and Jiggy. You know, like... Right? There's more chemistry between those two than between the other couples. I'm but trying to think of another single couple that, like, makes me titillated in any way. Yeah, I would no, say nothing. Deandre and Jeremy, if I had to say any, just because I find him attractive and... Yeah, um, yeah. But that would be the only reason. But then it should be, like, hottest husband. Hot yeah. Oh, hottest house husband. Yeah, that'd be a good title, not best couple, because all Scott and Tinsley, like, are you kidding me? Bullshit. Yeah, he's not with her. They're not a couple ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're... they're in two different cities all the time. And he is so rich that he won't move her out to the one that he's in. So yeah. And she's like, Yeah, like of course he dates other people when we're not together. But I don't. It's like, don't you see a problem with that? Any issue. Any issue with this. Well, no? she's his concubine. Yeah. I mean, he pays for the hotel room and everything, so she can't date anyone else. It's like Rapunzel. Let down your hair, Tinsley. <laughs> moving from the penthouse down again. Right. Yeah, we're moving in the penthouse. Just kidding. He decided not to move in with me, and he put me back into the, the one-bedroom suite. His coupon oh. didn't pay enough for the penthouse anymore. <laughs> exactly. Moving on to best friends winner was brandy redmond and stephanie holman from the real housewives of dallas agree agree competing there's with- like we don't even have to speak about the others because i absolutely honestly do think those are the only two people or like two women on the housewives who are actually real friends i agree and were that. friends before and gonna stay friends agree they were competing with which again all these people are fake Candy Burris and Cynthia Bailey, Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle Richards, Melissa Gorga and Ramona Singer, Bethany and Sonia, Latrice Amigas, Vicky Shine and Tamara, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley from Potomac. 
all of those are not real friendships. They maybe became friends on the show, but like not yeah. real, real I mean, friends. In a sense that maybe no, I wouldn't even say LVP and Kyle. That's like where I was no. going for because that's fake. You know, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley. Giselle's going to turn on Ashley this upcoming season. Everyone is going to turn on Ashley again. I mean, after what her husband did. Yeah. And clearly awkward. did. Awkward. <laughs> Absolutely awkward. Yeah, best friends, Brandy and Stephanie definitely win. They have, like, a beautiful little friendship. And yeah, because the they actually do have fun with each other. And, yeah. like, when they get into a fight or something, an argument... Yeah, but it's over. It's not going to go on forever, and it's not petty and everything. Like, at some point, they hash it out, and I honestly do believe they have a real friendship. Yeah, and Vicky, Shannon, and Tamara, like, their little Trace Amigas moment in Mexico. This is a drunken haze. It was a 72-hour blackout. Well, we all know they had to be friends this season, because Mm -hmm. otherwise, what... We need to have... It'd be another fractured season. Yeah, exactly. Just like Vicky filming with Steve Lodge at some fucking restaurant. Otherwise, she would have had to get her butt implants on TV. (laughs) And not in between seasons to have a storyline. Do you really think she got the butt implants? I do think she got something done to her butt. I don't know. I guess I didn't notice her butt. No, I haven't until I brought it up. But like... (laughs) It's Vicky. Everything is fake. Like, she had everything done a thousand times. So true. Moving on to the last and final category of the night, which, again, just has... Bravo just has to do it. Um, The most memorable wig award goes to Karen Huger from The Real Housewives of Potomac after her wig was falling off at Candace's bubble soccer event. And it was just an absolutely incredible scene. Hashtag most iconic. That is the most iconic there you know potomac was so underrated and so many people are so anti-potomac because they're poor yeah (laughs) i knew you were gonna say it i was it's true it took like eight different awards for you to say (laughs) potomac is poor i was waiting (laughs) i don't know what taxes are like in potomac and in dallas but they're poor Compared to all the other, not all the other franchises, but they're at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, everyone's poor on New Jersey. We can't forget that. True. That's like what you have to be to be on New Jersey. (laughs) True. Poor. But yeah, Karen's wig moment was amazing. And I think that would have been like another five moments that could have been nominated. I would agree. So, Karen was competing with Candy Burris when she wore the Coca-Cola wig to Cynthia's 50th birthday. Erica Jane when she wore the little pink number when she was in Tokyo with Rinna. Brandy Redmond from Dallas wore her prom king, like, gross perm, which, like, I never want to <laughs> see again. Luann wore a wig in Colombia pretending to be Sofia Vergara. Which was funny. So funny. And, then and Beth- I know everyone is going to hate me for it, but Luann came back and I love it I absolutely love it and Luann can't do anything wrong like she is our favorite housewife isn't she I I mean she literally told a cop she was gonna kill you all and I in turn like got on a wait list to buy tickets to see her live like it made it so much stronger 
mean, I had a full-on conversation with her at her cabaret, in her cabaret, and after her cabaret, so clearly. I love her, and she loves me. Switzerland! Exactly. <laughs> Never forget. And then it ends with um, Bethany in her Barbie wig, which she, which she called a drag Barbie, but I... Which was I mean, stupid. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. Then even, like, what's her face? Be quiet, Radzies. Um, Emilia Earhart. Be wig. quiet, Fransville. Emilia Earhart wig was better. Yeah, I would agree than with that. Drag Barbie. I mean, Karen Huger with the wig. Absolutely. It's just absolutely. You just can't get better. But I mean, if you go through the years, like for them having like most memorable wig has changed. Like back in the olden days. When it all started with the wives, it would have been like, oh my god, somebody is wearing a wig? Yeah. I mean, besides Kim Sol-Sia, I was going to say, is your wig like, squeezing your brain? Right. <laughs> right. Like, just, I could get the tattooed on my chest. Like, I've said it so many times. <laughs> so true. But now it's like, obviously, they're all wearing wigs. Yeah. So it has to be a crazy moment. It doesn't even have to be a good moment. And I think like Erica's pink little number in Tokyo was like, well, I wasn't that excited. It was hot. Like it looked great. Yeah, and it wasn't like that that memorable. Mm-mm. That memorable <laughs> for um, Lisa Rinna going crazy in the car. I mean, I guess the last and final question of the night is. Is Lisa Rinna's hair a wig? <laughs> True! I know. Most memorable wig over the last 50 years should have gone to Lisa fucking Rinna. It's fake. Should have gone to Lisa Own It Rinna. <laughs> it's fake. Absolutely. That cut has not changed for 30 plus years. Which means she's waking up every morning and gluing into her scalp. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. She's made a bob. The Ritter bob. It's a dead animal. Oh. <laughs> it's a rat. I mean, she should sell it on QVC. She right? would make a lot of money. The dusters. With the dusters and the <laughs> diapers. <laughs> dusters, diapers, and wigs. Oh my. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. You'll definitely be on again soon. Where can people find you on the internets? If oh you want God. them to find you. You can find me on the Instagrams. On the grams. Find them on the grams. Jasper underscore H-A. Jasper underscore H-A. I Bye. November will be the first month of the official Bravo Happy Hour Book Club. If you know me, you know all about my fascination with Kyle Richards' family, childhood, and career. So the first book will be her memoir, Kyle Richards, Life is Not a Reality Show. Becky Bernstein from episode 3 will be my co-host while we break down all of Kyle's juicy stories about her mother's influence on her and her sister's lives, her relationships, and her transition into motherhood. Take a look at Bravo Happy Hour Instagram to see how you can win a free copy of the book. All you need to do is follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram and tag a fellow Bravo lover in the comments on this photo, and you'll be entered to win a free copy of the book delivered to your house. The winner will be chosen on Thursday, November 1st, so be sure to check my page to see if you're the lucky winner. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. While you're at it, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to tune in next Monday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.